Welcome to 2021, our year of the supernatural. We believe that in this year, as prophesied, your life will go above and beyond the natural and that it will be positively and supernaturally changed through this sermon. The teaching you're about to listen to by our anointed shepherd, Pastor Boni Bahati, will challenge you, strengthen and transform you to live the victorious life you were created to enjoy. Listen and be blessed. So today I want to preach about three rewards of honoring a father. Three rewards. I decided last week and this week I'll talk about fathers. Three rewards of honoring fathers. Our main text is Ephesians 6, Kamakawa. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. Ephesians. What Ephesians Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. The Bible says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Children, Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Verse 2. Honor your father and mother, which is a first commandment with a promise. Verse 3. That it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. Verse 4. And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, as you can see from the above scripture, God expects you and me to obey our spiritual parents and to honor our fathers and mothers. Because there are rewards that come with honoring your father and mother and obeying your parents in the Lord. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, God wants you and me to obey our parents in the Lord and to honor our father and mother. Because there are certain rewards that come as a product of this. Are we together? So number one, the first reward of honoring you is to honor your father. That may be well with you. Number one, to be well with you means to be successful. So when the Bible says it will be well with you, it means you will be successful. I see successful men rising in this place. I think I see successful men rising in this place. Number two, to be well with you means you will overcome. I see overcomers standing in this church. I think I see overcomers standing in this church. I see overcomers standing in this church. Nobody is standing, but I'm saying, I see overcomers standing in this church. Is English that difficult? I see overcomers standing in this church. Be well with you means to overcome. I see you overcoming sin. I see you overcoming poverty. I see you overcoming struggle. I see you overcoming pain. I see you overcoming that bar exam. I see you rising as an overcomer. To be well with you means you shall overcome. A lot of people don't know how to overcome. A lot of people are overcome by the way, by things. They don't overcome, they are overcome. Things overcome them. Poverty has overcome you. Your family is as poor as poor can be. Such that the poor call you poor. Yani the poor in your village say these guys are poor. 
that's the level of poverty you are in. But I see as you honor your father and mother, you are overcoming poverty. Look, poverty is a big deal, my friend, in Africa. Stop looking at me as if you don't know what I'm saying. And you know you are poor. You know it. You know where you come from. You come from Zion. You are actually here because of the National Government Affirmative Action Fund, aka CDF. Or you are here because somebody is taking care of your school fees. So poverty is a big deal. Hey, hey. Is it true? This girl used to tell me she was poor. You see how rich she is right now? Or she looks rich? I don't, I'm not sure if she is rich. Look at her. This one did not have a place to stay. She told me one time she stayed up until 12 in the night at Tuskegee, waiting for somebody to come from, I don't know from where, post house, from Salon, to come and post her because she had no bed. She had nowhere to lay her head. She was like Jesus. The son of man had nowhere to lay his head. This one. But I have seen because of honor, she's slowly overcoming poverty. Yeah, she's slowly overcoming poverty. Now she has more than one bedroom in her house. Is that not overcoming poverty? From lacking a place to lay your head to having more than one bedroom in your house. Is that all overcoming poverty? I see you overcoming poverty in Jesus' name. As you honor, I see you overcoming. I saying as you honor, I see you overcoming. To be well with you, Sophie, means to overcome. To be well with you means to be successful. Can you imagine? To be successful. How many want to be successful? How many want to be successful in their marriage? How many want to fail in their marriage? How many want to be successful in their marriage? How many want to be successful in their career? How many want to be successful in their calling? How many want to be successful in different aspects of life? I see you becoming successful. It shall be well with you means you shall become successful. I think it means you shall become successful. You will become successful because you shall overcome. Yeah, you will overcome diseases. Some of you come from families that are diseased. Diseased families. Like the research facility in Kenya is yet to diagnose the problem. It, you, you, you are guinea pigs for new diseases. Your mother, she has, not been a, she has not gone to school to do pharmacy, but she knows different types of drugs and their prescription. Often, the cabinet in the house are full of drugs. Different drugs. You spend three quarters of your money buying drugs. I see you overcoming that in the name of Jesus. You're overcoming diseases in the name of Jesus. Look, I told you, if Satan wants to make you poor, the easiest thing he does to you is he brings to you cancer. Cancer is the poverty-striking disease. I pray that you shall overcome cancer. Look, to treat cancer is very expensive. Even the rich cry when it comes to cancer. The rich people who you think are rich. I see politicians doing fundraising. And politicians, you know, they have stolen. So they have a lot of money, but you see them doing fundraiser for cancer. So cancer can reduce you to nothing. And some of your families, you will come from a lineage of cancer. But as for you, I'm prophesying in the name of Jesus. Ah, I'm prophesying in the name of Jesus. You shall overcome. You shall overcome disease. You forget things. You forget things. Dementia is in your family. Dementia. I see you overcoming that disease. 
I said, I see you overcome that disease. To be well with you means you shall overcome. To be well with you means number three. To be well with you means you will thrive. To be well with you means you will thrive. I see you thriving in the city. I said, I see you thriving in the city. You will come to Nairobi and thrive. Not a lot of people believe Nairobi is the land of opportunity. But there are people in this Nairobi who are suffering. Like the person looking at me right now. But because of honoring God, because of honoring your fathers, because of honoring the church of Jesus, because of honoring your spiritual parents, I see you begin to thrive. May you thrive in the city. I say, may you thrive in the city. To be well with you means you shall do what? You shall thrive. To thrive means to be successful. You have the grace of sufficiency. All you need, you have. You have everything you need. You have the grace of sufficiency. When you need rent, you have it. When you need to buy new clothes, you have money for it. That's thriving. When you need to buy a car, you get a car. When you need to get married, you get a beloved and you get money to pay for the dowry. That's thriving. I see you thriving in the name of Jesus. I say, I see you thriving in the name of Jesus. This time, you don't think you can thrive. I see the Lord causing you to thrive. Do not say amen, man. I have taught you several times. Let me repeat myself. The Bible says, even prophet Jeremiah said amen is not a way to make the pastor preach or to encourage the pastor no, amen is like a spiritual net, you see how fishermen go to the sea and throw the fish into the waters to catch fish now in church or in the spiritual language, amen is similar to a net, when a pastor is releasing blessings, the bible says that God told Moses, you shall speak a blessing to the children of Israel and their response shall be why? Because when you say amen, you are actually in essence saying, Lord, let it be so. Let it be so. Okay, let me show you a scripture on amen so that you, 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 you understand why I ask you to say amen. The Bible says the promises of God are yes and amen. Find me that scripture. It's in what? Um, let me get it for you right now. Second Corinthians two twenty. And I want someone to read from the TPT version. TPT. Who has who has the version translation? You have it. Take a microphone and read. Second Second Corinthians chapter one verse twenty. Second Corinthians one verse twenty. Quickly, Second Corinthians one verse twenty. It mm -hmm. says, TPT version. It says, for all of God's promises find their yes of fulfillment in Him, and as and as His yes and our amen are sent to God, we bring Him glory. Read slowly. Maybe they have not understood. Yes. Slowly. One more time. Okay. For and I appreciate you. For all of God's promises find their yes. Of For all of God's promises find their yes of fulfillment. Of fulfillment in Him. In Him. And as His yes. And as His yes. And our amen. And our amen. Ascend to God. Ascend to God. We bring Him glory. We bring Him glory. So ours is yes. 
Ours is. Amen. And his is. Yes. When they combine, what happens? Wow. Wow. Our yes and his amen. Or rather, is yes and our amen. When they combine, they bring him glory. Because it is God who says yes to the promises. And it is you and me who say amen to those promises. Then that and then and then shall you be able to see the glory of God manifested in your life. When, you are, when his yes combines with your amen. So do you realize, do you now see why you don't, you don't see the promises of God being fulfilled in your life? It's because his yes is there, but your amen is not there. So there's a short circuit. So God would really want to change your life, but there's a short circuit. Do you know a short circuit? A short circuit is when the current is not flowing. When the current is incomplete. Those who did physics. There's something called a, a complete current. Right? Now this bulb is able to light because there's a complete current. There's a complete circuit. If there is a short, there is no complete circuit. This bulb cannot light. Allah. Allah. So the Bible says, his yes of fulfillment and our amen ascend to God. Let's read together now that's in the screen. Can we read together? One, two, three. People should read. For God's promises. Uh -huh. Fulfillment in him. Uh -huh. And as his yes and our amen ascend to God, we do what? So God is waiting for your amen to ascend to his yes so that he can have glory in your life. That's why we say amen. So I was saying this side, you will thrive. Yes. So God is saying you will thrive. Your response should be amen. His, the yes of God is you will thrive. Your response should be you will succeed. Your response should be? Amen. You will do well. Your response should be? Amen. You will overcome. Your response should be? Amen. So when I speak a blessing to you, don't tell me thank you. That will not bring God glory. Because the Bible does not say when he's yes and your thank you ascend to God, they bring him glory. No. You think the Bible does not know there's a name called thank you? In Swahili, someone read for us in Swahili. Give him the microphone. When his yes and our amen. That's a powerful scripture right there. Right? Uh -huh. To some men are be. Neno la buona la sema. Eh eh. Dio mtume. Maana ndani yake ahadi zote za Mungu. Soma pole pole. Maana. Maana. Ndani yake. Ndani yake. Ahadi zote za Mungu. Ahadi zote za Mungu. Zimekuwa ndio. Zimekuwa ndio. Kwa sababu amina Kwa sababu amina Yetu Yetu Usema kwa njia ya Usema kwa njia Usema kwa njia Ya kristo Ya kristo Kwa ajili Kwa ajili Ya kumtukuza mungu Ya kumtukuza mungu Pea msoeli ya tusome Ipi msoeli ya natuwa na akse mzuri Araka araka We wendio watu wajaelewa waelewe Ningependa uelewe Kwa njini tunasema amen Aya dada tusome kwa kisoeli Maana ndani yake Ndiyo Ahadi zote za mungu zimekuwa ndiyo Soma pole pole dada Toaomba Soma usirap dada Ehe Soma sasa Maana ndani yake Maana ndani yake Ahadi zote za mungu Ahadi zote za mungu Zimekuwa ndiyo Zimekuwa ndiyo Kwa hivyo ahadi zote za mungu ni Ndiyo Ahadi zake zote 
Mungu akisema you will thrive it's yes. When God says you will do well it's yes. When God says you will overcome ndio it's yes. So all the promises that God has towards you they are already there. They are yes. Eh eh. Kwa sababu hiyo Kwa sababu hiyo Amina yetu husemwa. Amina yetu. Amina ya Mungu. Amina ya Mungu. Amina ya malaika. Amina ya mitume. Amina ya nani? Amina ya nani? Amen. Who's amen? Who's amen? I'm saying who's amen? Our amen is said in Christ, right? Soma basi. Amina yetu husemwa kwa njia ya Kristo kwa ajili ya kumtukuza Amina yetu husemwa kwa njia ya Kristo. Yaani in the name of Jesus we say amen then we glorify God when is yes and our amen in Jesus name ascend we bring him glory so that's why we do what we don't say thank you we say what so those who those who I tell you you are blessed you tell me thank you you are telling me you are wiser than God he did not know there's a name called thank you there's a word like thank you or received noted you are blessed noted you are blessed okay or you are blessed you are blessed too you too you can't bless me by the way you can't bless me i'm the only one who can bless you bible says the lesser shall be blessed by the greater that's what the bible says me there's someone who blesses me who my bow to and he says you are blessed i say amen i don't say you too because i can't bless you because i'm the lesser i can only be blessed by the greater so you i tell you you are blessed you say you to which you to or you are blessed you come and tell me pastor you are blessed that is like that is like throwing <laughs> throwing words to the wind there is no blessing there because the lesser is blessed by the greater or or you are blessed i know i know right i know right ndio maana mambo ya kumesha yako hayaendi venye anafaa kwenda mambo yanamrama because you are yes the yes of god is not meeting your amen so there's no glory of god in your life inapata kiburi noted so god says you will thrive itakuja inapata noted kiburi imesimama hapo i know right ah you are blessed ah kiburi at you are blessed but of course inapata kiburi that's why your life in a kashida angalia na ngume umevaa mtumba I'm saying you will thrive. You will thrive. stop being proud. God knows your situation. God knows you are poor. That's why he's saying you will thrive. I'm saying you will thrive. This side you will thrive. I'm saying you will thrive. You will overcome. thriving here. Amen. I see people overcoming here. Amen. So it shall be well with you means number 1 you will be successful. Number 2 and number 3 Number 3 You will do what? Number 4 it means you will flower. You will flower. You will flower. Utanawiri. To flower is to nawiri in Swahili. You will flower. Yes, I see the girls of this church flowering. 
You will flower in beauty. You will flower in wisdom. You will flower in submission. You will flower in understanding. You know there's nothing as bad as being a beautiful girl who lacks understanding. We have to explain to you one plus one is two. But we remember for now. But happen. And right now there are so many bimbos like that. A bimbo. You know who's a bimbo? A girl who is glorified but empty. A bimbo. Hapa ukonayo. Ata umechukua za neighbor. Lakini hapa kuna upungufu. Eh? Kuna? Kuna roundabout. Oh, hapa ni roundabout. Oh, your, round, your head is a roundabout. It's empty. Inashikilia tu akili. Hakuna kitu. Mercy Lord. That shall not be the story of the girls of this church. You will flower. You will flower in understanding. The men of this church will flower in power. You will flower in glory. You will flower. To be well with you means you will do what? You will flower. I say you will flower. I say you will flower. Hey, you will flower. You will flower. You will flower by driving a nice car. To be well with you means you will flower by living in a good house. Yeah. You will not be living in a, in, in a boutique anymore. Like the, the, the house you live in looks like a boutique because of how you are hanging clothes on the wall. I see in the name of Jesus. You will begin to flower. You will begin to flower. You will have a wardrobe. You will not be living in a boutique. Eh? Your house is surrounded by different clothes. You are hanging them all over. I see God making you to flower. I say, I see God making you to flower. Yeah, you will flower because you will start traveling abroad. I see you traveling abroad. Mm, I see you traveling abroad. I see you traveling abroad. Yes. When, you are, when the yes of God meets your amen, it brings glory to God. I see you bringing glory to God by you traveling. Yes, because nobody in your village has traveled. But for you, you are traveling. I say you are traveling. You are moving from country to country. From continent to continent. Yes. You are traveling. You will flower. To be well with you means you will do what? You will flower. You will flower. As a girl, you will flower in beauty. You will flower in splendor. You will flower in your career. Some girls here will become CEOs. Yes, you will become MDs. Yes. The Bible says we call things that are not as though they are. Now, I'm calling for the CEO in you. I'm calling for the CEO in you. I'm saying what the CEO in you. I'm calling for the director in you. Yes. Look, the girls of this church will become directors. You will start from a humble beginning. But though thy beginning may be small, thy latter end shall surely increase. One time you'll see you're the director of fraud in your company. Yes, you're the one who is heading that unit. Hey! The director of commerce. The director of new frontiers. And you see the name is so and so. Who is a greater lover? Yes! When the yes of God 
submit to your amen. We do what to God? We bring glory to him. To be well with you means you flower. Number four. Number four or number five? Or you don't like it? Number four means you will multiply. Ah, I'm saying you will multiply. Do you know there's a difference between addition and multiplication? One plus one is two. Right? One plus one is two. Two times two is four. Multiplication is stronger than addition. One plus one is two. But two times two is four. There's a difference between addition and multiplication. When God wants to multiply, he told Abraham, in multiplication, I will multiply you. He didn't tell him in addition, I'll add you. Addition is slower. Three plus three is six. Three times three is nine. Multiplication is stronger. It has power of addition. If you'll be well with you, means you will multiply. In multiplication, he will multiply you. I'm saying in multiplication, he will multiply you. God will multiply you. In multiplication, he will multiply you. In clothes, you'll have multiplied clothes. Right now, you've been doing addition clothes. Unanunua moja, unatuwele mbaya. Eh, unanunua ingine moja, mbeta, unatuazile mbili mbaya. That's addition. I'm saying God is changing that. And God is taking you to the level of multiplication. You have a wardrobe that you don't know what you are going to wear. You spend time trying to think, what will I wear? Right now, you don't spend time to think. You know it's a default setting. Sunday, Nazmani Vaya is Sutia Black. Unatua tu Nava. But I see that changing. Bible says it shall be well with you. And it shall be well with you means you will multiply. I will bless you. I will multiply you. In multiplication, I'll multiply you. In clothes, God is about to multiply your clothes. In shoes, God is about to multiply your shoes. Look, this one time I had one pair of shoes. One pair that was bent, the metoboka. One pair of shoes. And that's the only treasure thing I had. So I used to live in multiplication. I get one, uh, in addition, I get one nice shoe, I remove the bad shoe. I do elimination, <laughs> elimination method. Thank you very much. Elimination method. I bring in a better one, I remove the bad one. Subtraction and addition. I add and eliminate. I substitute which one is better. But God has blessed me. In multiplication, he has multiplied me. Now, I don't need to substitute. I don't need to eliminate. I just need to multiply. I have shoes that I don't wear. I have shoes I don't wear. I see God multiplying you. You'll have shoes you don't wear. God is about to bless you. You'll have shoes you don't wear. In multiplication, I'll multiply you. Yes. Three plus three is six. But three times three is nine. I see God making it for you. Three times three will be nine. It will be well with you means I'll multiply you. Yeah. I'll multiply you. Like I'll multiply you like the, like the stars of heaven. And as the sand of the seashore. The greater love church will be multiplied. We'll be in different nations. Look, very soon you'll come and find Arabs in our church. 
Because in multiplication, I'll multiply. We are contemplating whether to open a church in Dubai. We've been given a visa for one of us to go. So we are contemplating whether we should open our church in Dubai. <laughs> multiplication. Multiplication. Now the door is open. You're told anybody you want, this is for them. Just put their name here. And they, as many as you want. Now we are contemplating. We are in the process of we to be. I might even be going to Dubai in a week or two times. I didn't say I'm going, I said I might. Because in multiplication, I'll multiply. I'm saying in multiplication. I'm saying in multiplication. In multiplication. I'll multiply you. It shall be well with you means I'll multiply you. Yeah. He'll multiply you. God will multiply your salary. I'm saying God will multiply your salary. Right now you earn 30,000. But God is about to multiply. You will not earn 60. You will not earn 70. You will not earn 80. You will earn 90. Because 3 times 3 is 9. God is going to multiply. 30 times 3 is what? 90,000. Because God is a God of multiplication. When you honor, God multiplies. Yes. He multiplies. God has multiplied this church. We started 21 people. Now we are in four locations. We are, look, we are at, at this stage, we are contemplating to do it, we not. At, at four years. That is the God of multiplication. That's the God of multiplication. Ah. <laughs> nah. I'm saying that's the God of multiplication. It shall be well with you means you shall do what? One time you will find us in Botswana. Gaboron, Botswana. Another time you find us in China. Look, you're part of a movement. You don't believe what I'm telling you. Because you don't, you, you're not willing to wait the yes of God to meet our amen and then this glory. You don't want to wait for that season. Because the season for it to fuse takes some time. But I can assure you, the Bible says it shall be well with you. Means you shall multiply. See what time you'll find you'll come here and find Britons. Because we have a church in London. So if we if if we have a church in Dubai, when you're going for holiday, do you need to get to our hotel? We have a pastor there. You just need to plan with him. And the pastor has members. So even if you are 20 people, you can be hosted there by different people. You just need to pay for your air ticket and your visa fee. And you go for honeymoon with your wife in Dubai you reduce the cost for honeymoon by half because half half is air transport, half is uh, hotel, now there is no more hotel soon soon if, if we choose to pursue that direction, you might see Pastor Mark going to open the church he might be the one there with some other guy he is there telling them for one month he is teaching it's multiplication in Dubai I'm very serious I can show you the documents. I'll show you my wife. The Bible says, Blessed are they who believe without seeing. Slowly, soon, we want to go to Marcelo. Yeah. We're already preparing who is going there. We already know who is going there. We want to go to Tika. We already know who is going there. 
greater lovers from London. Yeah. Greater lovers from Uganda. Yeah. Greater lovers from the America. Yeah. That is the South and North America. Yeah. Greater lovers from Caribbean. Yeah. A Jamaican who is a greater lover. Yeah. He's speaking Pato. Kuaraguan pastor. I and I. At the greater lover, man. Okuomaya, and the greater lava. Boom, boom, boom. In multiplication, I will multiply your descendants. I multiply your descendants as as the sand of the sea and the stars, the heavens. It shall be well with you, me, and multiply me. Number five or number six. Number six. It shall be well with you means you will recover. You will recover. Look, the truth about life is that we go through losses sometimes. That's the truth about life. We are born to lose. It's a lot in our life. It's a lot. It's something that we have to go through. We have to go through some seasons of losing. You, some of you have already lost your virginity. But I see you recovering in the name of Jesus. It's a loss. A loss, but you shall recover. You may not recover the physical one, but you will recover the benefit of it. Some people are not saying amen, and they know. Even the secondary one is not there. The university one is not there. Tertiary is gone. But I'm saying you shall recover. You shall recover. You will recover. Because in life we go through losses. We go through losses. That's a loss, by the way. It's a painful loss. Because you lost it because of a Subaru guy. Now the Subaru guy no longer likes you. But he's no longer there. Ama Baba Yamuntu. Ancestor. Eh? Unahema kwahema. Then you lost it. Pale Vasha. But I see that thing changing. You will recover all your losses. I'm saying you will recover all your losses. Ah, you will recover all your losses. Anything you've lost in this life, it shall be well with you means you will recover. One time David had come from war. He had been beaten badly. His wives had been taken. David had two wives, man. They had all been taken. So he came to this place called Ai. What's the name of that town? What's the name of that town? I'm forgetting. Someone find me the name of that town. He came to the town. He was defeated. And he asked God, Lord, now because I've come from war, and in my base, my family is not there. My wives have been taken. What shall happen? He asked the Lord, Lord, do you think if I pursue, I'll overtake? And do you think if I overtake, I will recover? And do you think if I recover, I shall get everything? The Lord told him, surely you shall pursue. You will overtake. And not only will you overtake, you shall recover all. Ziglag. The city was called Ziglag. He came back to the city of Ziglag. And everything he had was lost. Wives were gone. Children were gone. Houses were burnt down. There was nothing to show. 
and he had been to war. He had been fighting for God. You know, sometimes you can be serving God and you are still losing. Yeah. You are serving God, others are getting jobs, you are losing. Yes. You can be serving God, but others are getting married. You, nobody is saying, Sks, Sks. you are losing when you are still in the service of God. David was in the war, and the one who had sent him to war was God. He had not been sent to war by his own selfish ambitions. It's the Lord who told him, go and fight for me. So you expect in all logical conclusions, if you send me to war, then take care of my background. Yeah, you can be serving God, but your child is sick. But you are there telling people, the Lord will heal your children. The Bible tells me, the Lord told David, David, don't worry. It shall be well with you means you will pursue. Not only will you pursue, you will overtake. And not only will you overtake, you will recover all. I see you pursuing. I see you pursuing. I say, I see you pursuing. I see you pursuing. I see you pursuing. I see you overtaking. And I see you recovering all. I see you recovering all. You will recover the health of your children. You will recover the, the wife, your wife. You will recover your husband. You will recover your money. You will recover your cars. You will recover all. Yes. You will recover all. You will recover the years you wasted in school. Yes. Some of you wasted four years. You are doing a degree of four years. Now it's fourth year. You are still a second year. Four years later. I see you recovering all. The Bible says you shall recover the ears that the locust ate. The ears that the conquer worms ate. You will recover them all. The Lord will restore them all. The Lord will restore them all. But to be well with you means you shall recover. I'm saying you shall recover. You will recover everything you've lost. That's what the Bible says in Matthew 6.33 in the message Bible. Seek the what? Steep your life towards God's initiative. Towards God's reality. Towards God's provision. Don't worry about missing out. Don't worry about missing out. Don't worry about missing out. Don't say, ah, now my boy, my boy is one of touch. Imagine the Bible says two better than one because when one lies, he'll make the other warm. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. The Bible says don't fear or don't, don't, don't worry about missing out. Because what thing about God? When you choose God, you never miss out. Yeah, it'll look like in the moment you're missing out. But you forget, don't forget that you serve a God called the God of recovery. Who tells you you shall pursue? You will overtake and you will recover. So when you see them go, don't worry, let them go. Because the God you are serving is a God of you will pursue, you will overtake, and you will recover all. Yeah. That's the God who made Elijah step onto a chariot. No, no, the king stepped onto a chariot. And Elijah ran on his two feet. But the Bible records that Elijah outran a chariot. Are you look, let me let me paint a picture of what a chariot is. A king's chariot, not even a Subaru. A king's chariot. A king's chariot is like a V8. Because a king's chariot must be the fastest. And the reason why it's the fastest is because it is driven by stallions. You know stallions? Stallions are the best breed of, the best breed of horses. The highest breed of horses. So for the king to have a, a, a chariot, it means that the horses that are pulling that chariot are stallions. The best breed. Look, one horse, the cheapest horse you get is a million bucks. That's the lowest horse. Kapunda. It's a lunar park. It's a lunar park. Kapunda. 
That's the lowest. A stallion, you can get a stallion for 50 million. Yeah. The place where I play golf, they, they were showing me one horse. It's a, it's a horse that races. And it's a, one of the horses that win. He told me this horse, the guy was offered 70 million, he refused. He told me this horse spends 1 million a month on food and maintenance. On food. It, 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 it lives better than you. And you are a human being. A horse. A horse. They, t- they told me this horse spends 1 million shillings. I couldn't believe it. I said, are you serious? He told me, yes. He's the jokey. The jokey is the guy who, who rides. He told me, I'm, I'm, I'm jokey. I cannot lie to you, Pastor. One me- I said, I, co- I think I've even called you. I told my wife, hey, I've seen a horse that they spend one million bob on it a month. Maintenance and food and maintenance. What a horse. Now, that's, that's the picture of the kind of horses that Elijah outrained. Because the God we serve is the God who gives power to your feet. He tells you you will pursue, you will overtake, and you will recover all. So let them look like they are enjoying. I don't worry missing out. Let them look like they are getting better. I don't worry about missing out. Let them look like they are getting ahead. I don't worry about missing out. Because the God I serve is the God who says you shall pursue, you will overtake, and you shall recover. That's the God I serve. The God who says, when you honor, it shall be well with you. You will recover. You will recover. You will recover being in school. Wasting four years in school. You will recover those years. I say you will recover those years. It's not a waste of time. You will recover the years you spent in church. Yeah, the the years that looked like nothing was happening. You are just there coming and serving in the protocol. Coming and serving in the present worship. Others are getting blessed. You, You are just there. You're just singing, ekile, ekile, ah, 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 Zambia. But there's nothing to Zambia more of you in your life. There's nothing to show. Don't worry. The God you're serving. The Bible says, when you honor your parents, it shall be well with you. A.K.A. it shall be well to you to recover. You will recover everything. The years you will recover. The time you will recover. The beauty you will recover. Yeah, you will recover. You will become like fine wine. The more the wine ages, the better the wine becomes. That shall be your story. You will be aging like fine wine. You'll be aging like fine wine. Look, the older the, the older the wine, the more expensive it is. If right now you find a wine that is 1950 wine, you can't afford to buy it. It's too expensive. Not even a glass. You are a wine tester. You used to be. That's the work you used to do. Eh? This one is they are called barristers. This one used to manage such. You, he's, and he's, he's actually telling us you can't af- afford a barista's apocalypse, whichever. They're called Somalias. Hey, this one is telling me they are called Somalias. It's also true. This one is mixologist. Oh, so I don't know who test wine is called a Somalia. I'm talking about testing. It's called a Somalia. Allah. A Somalia. Wow, Somalia. I see you becoming Somalias. Look, by the way, by the way, it's a, it's a, it's one of the highly paid jobs. Yeah, those wine testers. I know one who lives in Karen, and his work is to test. He's called to test, and sometimes they don't even test by drinking. They do this. They smell it. That's also testing. You don't have to drink. 
was a star, right? And someone is paid lots of money. So the reason I was saying this, I was saying this to tell you that the older the wine, the more expensive it is. So don't worry about missing out. The God you serve is a God of recovery. Yeah, you, you'll be aging like fine wine. When others are struggling to go to Vasha, you, you're in South Africa, you're wondering, what's, what's, the, what's the hype with Naivasha? What's the hype with Naivasha? What's the hype with here? You, you are wondering, what's the hype? You, you are thinking, I think next month I need to go to America. Yeah, you'll be saying that, I think next month I need to go to America. You have a visa already. Yeah, you have a five-year visa all the time. When the five years is about to expire, you get another five years. Naivasha, escarpments, Hell's Gate, Flamingos. No. Let me go to Canada, to Niagara Falls. Yes, in Canada. Nice falls. Imagine you are in Sumbua Watu. I see that your life changing. You shall recover. Number what? Ah, this one you will like it. When it is well with you, you will hit it big. I'm saying when it is well with you, you will hit it big. Go back to our main scripture. Go back to our main scripture. The Bible says that it may be well with you. That it may be well with you means you will hit it big. Ah. I am saying you will hit it big. Look, like recently I saw some guy on TV. He was just on social media the other day. He was just doing this to Ghana. Just this. Just this. Who can, who, how many can do that? All of us can do. Right? You can take some Ugali and do this. But the guy just because of doing it is well with him. Now he has hit it peak. Now he has hit it peak. He's not an ambassador, a brand ambassador. He has a fully, fully equipped gym. He has a car and he has five million in cash. And he's just from here, Kware, by the way. Yeah, he's a Rongai guy from Kwara. I saw him, he was taking, he's taking a whole floor to put the gym. I see you hitting it big. You will do something silly. What people consider silly, then you just hit it big. And because it is well with you, you have favor. What people consider normal. When someone else sees it and says, this is supernatural, I want this guy, bring him. He says, we are giving you five million to do this for one year. Ah, you say, I am ready, give me the five million. You gotta hit it big. You gotta hit it big. It shall be well with you. It shall be well with you. When you honor, it shall be? Yeah, it shall be well with you. You will hit it big. I'm saying you will hit it big. 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 That it may be well with you. Not many people hit it big, my friend. Your father is 50. He has never gotten. He has never, never gotten. He has never received 5 million. And your father is 50. Where is the lie? There's no lie. It's the truth. Stop pretending. If your father had five million, we'd know. Even your dressing would tell us. Yeah. Your dressing is telling us otherwise. Even your laughter is telling us otherwise. Yeah, your skin. Do you know rich people? Do you, do you know you know rich people by their skin? Yeah. You can look at a rich guy and you see his skin in a kayamdosi. But the young eleven you As things are, as things are right now. What I'm seeing is different. My wife told me, 
Money is a cosmetic. Money is the best cosmetic. Ni sabuni ya raw. So when I look at your skin, I can see ah ah. Ah ah. You don't have you don't have wrinkles. You don't have wrinkles. You don't have acne. You don't have. Pesa itaunda yokitu. Itatengeneza. Itanyorosha. You don't need to do some skincare routines. No. No, no skincare routine. No. Money is enough skincare routine. I'm saying you will hit it big. You will hit it big. Yes. You'll have mukuchu. You will hit it big. You, you, you guys, you've seen nothing yet. You've, you've seen nothing. I'm saying you've seen nothing yet. I say you've seen nothing yet. You, we're just scratching the surface. We've not started. This is, this is just small potatoes, as the Bible says. Small potatoes. These are days of small potatoes. The Bible says these small potatoes shall not be compared to the days of lavish celebration. These small potatoes shall not be compared to the days of lavish Susan, you've seen nothing. You've seen nothing. You're living in a bed city and you look like you've made it. Where is your bed sitter? No, no, you're late. late. Una kuja church late no melala ko bed seat at least ungelala ko one bedroom use no kusikia ala bilikuwa kwa room nyingine Sasa bed seater choi ko hapo bafu iko hapo kitchen iko hapo mlango ndio hiyo Sibu iko kwa sufuria You are surrounded. late. It's not me, it's this guy. It's this guy. If you want to stone, stone the guy. Ladies and gentlemen. It shall be well with you means these days of small potatoes cannot be compared to the coming good times, the lavish celebration prepared for us. I'm saying these hard times, these small potatoes cannot, this cannot be compared to the coming good times, the lavish celebration prepared for us. You don't know God. I see you hitting it big. I see you hitting it big. Yes. You will hit it big in your education. You will come out of your, 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 your university with a second class upper division. I like Kim. Kim, is it upper or lower? Upper. His, his second class was second class upper division. And he knew the Lord Tadia. That's when he knew the Lord. So he started studying Tadia. So I was telling him, if you knew the Lord first year, and you met me first year, you'd be having a first class. He'd be hitting it. But for you, I see you getting a first class. You are coming out of that university with a first class. Yeah. You, you'll be admitted to the bar. Don't worry about that exam. You'll be admitted. You'll see God will just make way. you just pass. And 
You see yourself, Katunga is being standing before the Chief Justice, being admitted to the bar. Then you say, from today, my name is Advocate of the High Court, uh, Patience Katunga. Chalo. Just like that. I'm saying that shall be your story. You will hit it big in your education. You've not seen anything. Not yet. You've not seen. Look, going to Dubai will be like going to Masai Mara. You see how you guys go to my okay, Masai Mara is really big. Somewhere. What can I use? It's going to Tao. Eh? Eh? No, Nairobi City. You see how you leave Rongai to go to Nairobi City? Orphanage. Safari walk. You see how you just wake up and go to safari walk? Orphanage. That is be how you'll be going to Dubai. I had not planned about it. I was just told, I think we should do this. Just like next week. I think. Do you know you, some of you, you plan for months. You say, hey, you. Actually, some of you, it's a bucket list. It's in the vision board. Before 30. By 30. The first, the, the first time, before I die. Before I die, I have gone to Dubai. That shall not be your story. You are hitting it big. Look, when I was 24, I took my wife for honeymoon in Dubai. I will take her again very soon. I was actually planning to take her again. I'm saying that shall be your story. You will hit it big. To be well with you means what is coming cannot be compared to these hard times. These hard times are small potatoes. Elvis, these hard times are small potatoes. One time you will see you are sitting in your law firm. You have 20 lawyers working for Elvis and co. Advocates. You say, this must be God. If this is not God, I don't know it is. Because to be well with you means you will hit it big. To hit it big is just, you just get that one breakthrough. It's like Mark Zuckerberg. Do you think you'll ever be poor? Eh? Do you think you'll ever be poor? Poor is, poor is, <laughs> is foreign. That one idea he got of Facebook changed him and his generation. Yeah. Do you think the generation of, uh, of this guy of Microsoft, what is his name? Bill Gates, will know poverty. I recently saw that, uh, that this guy of Amazon, what is his name? Jeff Benzos. He's going to holiday in mass with his brother. Holiday in mass. The holiday is I don't know how many billions of shillings. Because he was supposed to go with another guy, so he just chose his brother. Brother-in-law, actually. And in another planet, Billions of shillings. If you can use a billion shillings for holiday, that means you've secured your generations, generations. I see you two hitting it big. And you'll hit it big. I say you will hit it big. One time you'll be seated in a house that has five bedrooms. From a bed sitter, a confused room. Yeah. Right now. I see that changing in the name of Jesus. I think I see that changing in the name of Jesus. You'll be in a house one time, young man. Five bedroom. This one here. Five bedroom house. Hey, Augustus. Five bedroom house. Not the kind of house you live right now. You, your phone vibrates from the shelf. It falls into the soup. 
That shall not be your story in the name of Jesus. These small potatoes shall not be compared to the coming good times, the lavish celebration prepared for you and me. Number what? Number eight. I'm still on number one, by the way. I don't think I'll get to the other two. This one will surprise you. To be well with you means you will prosper. You will prosper. To be well with you means what? To prosper. I know where you come from. Prosperity is foreign. It's quite foreign. I know that. I know. Even those girls who are looking beautiful, they come from very poor homes. You will know it when you go for the Alora show. Eh? It's a secret. Eh? And it is what? It's a secret. <laughs> they, that they hold dear. Where they come from? My God. But don't worry. Your background has nothing to determine your future. The one who determines your future is God. And the Bible says his yes is with him. And you are amen. When they are sent together with his yes, shall bring him glory. His yes and your amen. When they are sent to him, they shall bring him glory and will prosper. It is, it is the glory of God to see you prospering. You think God gets glory with you not being able to give 1,000 as offering? The Bible says that the Lord delights in the prosperity of his servants. He delights. Who delights is he has fun. Do you remember that scripture? To delight is to have fun. Okay, no. P.S. You see how you play PlayStation in your house and you feel nice? Or how you, you go to play golf to have to feel nice? Like you want to go and that one. I see you playing golf. By the way, I've been praying for some of you to play golf. Not some, all of you. There's some, there's some things you will, when you start playing golf, you start experiencing that you can't experience up on a PS. You can't get a CEO seated there playing loser pay. But, but, but when you are doing a par four, you can see a CEO saying, Can I play with you? Yeah. So you see how you go and play golf to nice? The Bible says that the Lord delights in the prosperity of his servants. So that means. That the Lord feels happy. You see, Pastor Faith, That's what the Bible says. They shall shout for joy who favor my righteous cause. And let them say continually, the Lord be magnified, who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Yani nice. give me a message, Bible. nice. And I say, you see, Elvis, give him a wife. Give, I almost said, give him another wife. <laughs> Joy was looking at me like, don't you dare say that. She was saying, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but those who want the best for me, mm -hmm. let's read together. 
but those who want the best for me, let them have the last word, a loud shout, and say over and over and over, God is great. Everything works together for the good of his servants. God has delight. To have delight is to have fun. Yani mungu akitaka kujinais anakupatia flat. Amen. Amen. you see your shamba iko pale 5 acres, give it to some wago. Let him build a flat there. That's the Lord having delight. Anasikia fifi. Look, the Lord had delight. One time the Lord wanted to be happy. He said, "Give Pastor Bonia rafo." Yeah. He just wanted to be happy. Me, I was just there doing my thing. And the Lord said, I want to be happy. Give him. And the story I was telling you recently, the Lord wanted to be happy in heaven. He said, give Pastor Boni golf shoes worth 25,000. <laughs> hey, Lord. Me, these shoes, I see them at the pro shop. Me, yangu ni wambiukweli, yangu ni amtumu. Latumananga tu. And the was say, oh yeah, because golf shoes are very expensive. So there's a guy, he's called, he's called Mr. P. <laughs> Mr. P. So I tell Mr. P, because you talk. So Because when they come to the, the golf course, something that they got for, sometimes they're not even brand new, they go get them for like 1,000. They bring and sell 10,000. And you buy, and you see people buying 10,000. So if it's brand new, it's 25,000. It's from the, from the U.S., so when I saw it, I said, Lord, one time I went and bought my pastor a shoe, a golf shoe. What I think 5,000 or 5 or 10, whichever. It was around 5 or 10,000. I can't remember the exact thing. I went and said, I told my pastor, I brought you this shoe. He said, wow, this is a nice shoe. He took it because it was a label. But <laughs> so because I couldn't afford any other. So fast forward, it's not even one year later. The Lord surprises me. That thing really surprised me. I saw the multiplication of God. Five times five. Five times five is 25. Five times five is 25. I said, ah, this must be the hand of God. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. God delights. May God delight in making you prosperous. Leo wacha mungu yako. Let God be happy today because you do an akazo. And may God send you prosperity. Lord, today I'm asking, may you be happy with your children and send them prosperity. To be well with you means that the Lord will cause you to prosper. Ah. The next chapter, the next number. The next chapter. Ah, is it chapter or the next uh, point? To be well with you means you will develop. To be well with you means you will develop. Some of you are not developing. Your mind is not developing. You have something called retarded growth. There is no mind development. How you used to think five years ago is how you are thinking now. There is stagnation. There is no thinking. My happy 25. When will you start doing life? Can you imagine a 25-year-old and a happy? Look, recently I was being told of a story of a young man. They live here in Karen. I was being told I need to talk to him. But when I listened to his story, I said I will not even talk to him. The guy is 28 years. He lives with his mother. 28 years. 
number one. Eh, Pastor, kwani kuishi na madako kwa 28 ni makosa? Ni makosa acha ujinga. Ushenzi. 28 years. You live with your folks. Na kuna mtu yako 19 years hapa hivi anangangana. Anajua anajua ku hustle ni nini. He knows how to lack rent, what, what that means. You, you are 28 years, you still live in your mother's house. Shenzi! You tell your, you tell your father, talk about me here. Ati mama, kuna tissue. 28 year old. Auskia ibu. Auski diviko meno. Nane mebeba boxa yangu. Mom, niliacha boxa hapa inje. Sija ipata. Shenzi. That's, that's nonsense. So this guy is 28 years. So the mother, the guy goes, he lives. He goes actually, number one, he starts. He goes, borrows money, takes a loan. Maybe he takes a loan of 500,000. Mistake number one. He goes, lives the whole money. Within Two days he's broke. He goes back to the mother. Now, when he is broke and he's unable to pay the loan, and they said he will pay in one week, the guys who loaned him the money come for him. He goes back to the mother and tells the mother, "Mom, I'm, I'm about being, I'm about to be killed by some guys here." The mother goes and herself because she does not have liquid cash, she goes to the bank, takes a loan of one million, gives the boy five hundred thousand. Go and settle your debts. That has been the cycle. So as we speak right now, the mother has a loan worth five million. Not development, having bailed out the boy. So recently, what what the the, 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 the straw that broke the back is recently the mother gave him one million to go and buy a car. A Suzuki Swift. Went bought a car. <laughs> if that's not a good mother, may you never have such a mother. That one will take you to the grave. That one will kill you. May, you. may your mothers never be like that. Amen. When they feel of giving you money, may they have hard hearts. Like money to go and spoil yourself. No. They will give you money because the Lord is drawing them to give you money. Because they see you are responsible. So recently, actioneers want to take the car. The mother was depressed. She was crying. She was saying, guys. Now, recently. So when I was told, I said, ah, I can't talk to that boy. I can't. Let him go and rot. How can you be 28 years? That's the lifestyle you are living. And you are here, you are 25 years, my friend. The lifestyle you are living is a lifestyle of hippie. Bro, sister, time is running out. You are running out of time. When will you settle down? When will your mind develop? When will you start thinking like your peers? You think like a child and you are 25 years. Let's be honest. No, things don't work like that. Things don't work like that. You are, you are living with someone's daughter and you are not paid dowry. You are fornicating with her left, right and center. You are killing the mileage. And you have not bought the car. And you have not bought the car. Umeyaka dance. Nagari si yako. Ume change oil. And the car is not yours. Umeua gearbox. And the car is not yours. 
Breakfast in Meisha. And the guy is not yours. When will you grow up? When will you grow up? Young girl, you are being used by those boys. When will you grow up? When will you realize that this girl, these boys are leading me astray? Because after they have had sex with you, they no longer want you. It's just, it's just for a season. Right now, it's because you are at 12 o'clock, wait until you get at 12.30. 12.30, they are no longer interested. They say, what is this now? Let's look for more 12 o'clock. Tulia Zishuke. Tulia Zishuke. That's when you will know what I'm saying is the truth. That's when you will, you will thank me. You will say, guy. And by that, by that, when I shook up for 26 years, you make a high. I'm a dad. You make a high for the last 10 years. Yeah. Then next year, too. Zishuke. Mazishkilia. No Zishuke. But it's a place where you know Zaidi. Then that's when reality will sink. Look, look, that's when reality will sink. You will say, I've wasted my life. I've wasted my life because you never took time to develop. You're not developing because you're not honoring. When you honor, the Bible says, you, when you it shall be, go back to our main scripture. It shall be well with you when you honor. It shall be what? Well with you. It shall be well with you. When you honor, when you children obey your parents in the Lord. Honor your father and mother. For this is the first promise, the first commandment with a promise. That it may be well with you. It cannot be well with you. As it is. To be well with you means to develop. Your mind is not developing. Your emotions are not developing. Right now, your age mates are thinking of entrepreneurship. You, you're in someone's bed sitter, making noise. Whoa, whoa, kill me, kill me. 25 year old. Others are, are creating things that will change their generation. You, you are in someone's bedroom, jumping. <laughs> you are not developing. Why are you jumping? Why are you jumping? Why are you jumping? Why are you making noise? Your age mates are developing things that will change their lives. You are just jumping. Why ask your neighbor, why are you jumping? Why are you making noise? You know why? You're not developing. You're not developing. You're not developing. You still wear shorts. You come to church in shorts. Na crocs. When I come late. Not to kuone. Your age mates are learning how to wear suits. Now they are learning tenders and contracts worth millions. Same age, mate. Same like you, a guy like you. Your age. Oh, God, do bad. Ma'am, need to me a fair. Need to me a fair. Because you have to wear socks and socks. And shorts are white. And socks are white. You have to wear socks and socks are white. And you have to wear socks and socks. You can't feed it. You are starving the dog. Because you're not developing. That's the lifestyle you are living. You are li look, do you, know, do you know why you're living that lifestyle? You're living an illusion. You're living an illusion. The illusion is you've made it. That's the illusion. You have the appearance. 
because you think people have dogs, they walk on the streets, they have made it. What you don't know, what you don't know is, it's an illusion. Reality will check in. When the rubber meets the road, when you're not told, now start providing this and this, you can't. With your chihuahua, you go and starve the chihuahua. Let go God's creation. Let go. You've made it hate being a chihuahua. It has low self-esteem. When other chihuahuas appear, it shrinks. Because other chihuahuas eat good food. Yours is eating maragwe. Maragwe. Nauji. Can you imagine? Namboga. What is the reason you are not developing? You're not developing. And why are you not developing? You're not developing because you've not been honoring your parents. You've not honored your parents in the Lord. You've not honored your mother and father. Now you are 25 years. The only thing you have is a chihuahua. And a girlfriend who does not really like you. He has another girlfriend, boyfriend who gives him money. He's with you because you are both malnourished. He's with you because of status. But in reality, he has another guy who he likes more than you. He's with you because you know how to scream. You'll get it when you go home. Look, reality will check in. Do you think Mutakula Mapenzi? Eh? You go telling God, I love you. Do you think they will eat Mapenzi? Mapenzi don't pay bills, man. Don't pay bills. Pastor Mark, do you use love to pay bills? Eh? Do you, do you withdraw love from your wife? You've never. You don't even know how it works. Sandra, does Pastor Edu use your love to pay bills? At the 75,000 love, use this to pay bills. Our new married wife, do you, do, do you, do you give love to pay bills? Tell us the secret of how you've been doing it. You've been converting your love to currency. Oh, madam. We want to invest in that kind of, of scheme. That currency, we want to invest. Is it the new crypto? Is it? We want to join in. Is it, is it a coin? Teach us your ways, master. Your highness, the empress. Shield thee. My guy, listen to me. Th things don't work like that. Develop your head. Ukona shida ya akili. Ukolo pungufu wa mawazo. But kiburi yesu kubali wano ukolo pungufu wa mawazo. Because there is nothing as bad as being a proud, foolish fool. There is nothing as bad as being a proud, foolish fool. P-F-F. -F. Proud, foolish fool. Actually, let's even add broke. Proud, broke, Foolish fool. There's nothing as bad as that. There's nothing as bad as that. Idiopathic pride. You have pride that has no cause. Because you've not developed. You don't have a mentor. You don't have a pastor. Because a pastor is a mentor to your life. Because a mentor is someone who like, what I've done to you, I'm sitting you, talking to you, real life issues. You have no one like that in your life. You are just beautiful. You think your beauty is everything. Do you know the, the, the more beautiful you are, the more likely you are to become pregnant. 
Yeah. You know why? You know why? Because you are deceived with your beauty. So you go giving sex. My guys, listen to me, my guys. If you see a girl and she strikes you, she's been struck. I'll say again. He that strikes you has been struck. I don't need to explain. He that strikes you has been struck. Run for your life. Uh -huh, the last one. I can't even give you now the others. Because the second reward, I can't give it to you, my God. Time is gone. We shall recover all, yeah? By the way, this evening at 3 p.m., we have a, a wonderful time of time in the presence of the Lord with our prophet, Pastor Jim, at HQ. So I want to see you there. Number what? When it is well with you, you will increase. You will increase. When it is well with you, you will increase. To be well with you means you begin to experience increase. Ask yourself, what has increased in my, in my life this year? Nothing has increased apart from weight. There's no increase. There's no increase at all. Your income has not increased. Your skill has not increased. Your prayer life has not increased. Your education has not increased. There's no increase in your life. Your fruitfulness has not increased. There's no soul that is going to heaven this year because of you. There's nobody who is going to heaven because of you. And you are a shepherd or you are a sheep. There's nobody who is in charge today because of you. Your fruitfulness has not increased. There's no increase in your life whatsoever. It's not a good thing. If you don't increase, you start to decrease. What does not increase decreases. It's called the law of diminishing, diminishing returns. The law of diminishing returns. It's in business. The law of diminishing returns. There's always diminishing returns. There's always a lower level. That's why you are not as healthy as you were yesterday. Your organs are slowly aging. Yeah. It's called the law of degeneration. Yeah. Degeneration. You degenerate over time. That's why when you are born, you are not didn't have the wrinkles you have right now. It's degeneration. You were born, you had a, a fair skin. Your lungs were okay. We cannot do transplant. We cannot borrow your, your, your organs for transplant. Yeah, bangi meziaribu. Umejaza moshi. I've never seen Superior with suit. Hmm? That's how your lungs look like. There's no increase. The only thing that has increased in your life is your intake of shisha. Shashamana. It's called shashamana. Shashamani. That's the increase that has increased. That's why you are dying slowly. The increase in your life is alcohol. You drink until you stagger on the road. That's the increase you have. And you are 20 years. You are staggering like your father. You look like a villager. You are 20 years, but when we look at you, you look very old. We say, I'm sorry, <laughs> We say, I'm But you are 20 years, you say, I'm sorry, nani. You say, I'm sorry, I'm Young man, you don't pick calls in this church, eh? Talk to that guy. You don't do that here. Tell him not to come back here. This is not, is this, is this a bar? 
you, you pick a call and you walk in a church. Are you mad? You see, that's, that's the kind of thing, thing I'm talking about. Decrease in thought. Non-development. Non-development. Because a developed person who is developed in thought will think that is wrong. If you are developed in thought, you are exposed. That's number one, lack of exposure. Number two, lack of development. You're not exposed. You've never been to high-profile meetings, like a church meeting. That's why you... That's why you're never invited to good meetings. Do you know in a golf course, if you pick a phone, you're charged 2,000. If you pick a phone, you're charged 2,000. Discipline. Or they can even ask you to stay away from the club for four weeks. If you pick a phone call. And that's a club. How much more the house of God? Non-development. So there's no increase in your life. That is just, I've got an illustration to teach for you. Lack of development. <laughs> so there's no increase in your life whatsoever. No increase. No increase. There's no increase. We can't see any increase. I think you're waiting. You are losing, if anything. You had hips when you were starting the year. Now you have tips. It shall be well with you, means you will increase. I see you increasing this year. As you begin to be a, a man and a woman who honors God who honors the church, who honors the pastor. You begin to increase in the name of Jesus. You begin to increase in the name of Jesus. You will increase. Look, you will increase in understanding. You will increase in knowledge. You will increase in wisdom. Yeah. When it is well with you, you will win. When it is well with you, you will win. When it is not well with you, you don't win, man. Even when you are supposed to win, you don't win. No victory in your life. No winning. You can't even win a girl to, to become your girlfriend. No winning. Girls have been refusing you red light and center. There's no winning. When you realize how there's no winning in your life, there's no winning. You've never even won a PH, man. Ah, yeah. <laughs> That's a PH. You've never even won a PS match. Where you going to go to Lipana? Your work is just to pay people. No victory. To be well with you means you win. Lastly, to be well with you means victory. You will experience victory. You will experience victory well with you means you will experience victory. To be well with you means you will bear fruits. To be well with you means you will do well. And to be well with you means you will expand. So one of the highest blessings of life is this blessing called it shall be well with you. Nobody doesn't want, nobody doesn't want it to be well with you. The greatest blessings for sons is hidden to the, is this, the least great blessings for sons is hidden to the obedience to their fathers. So this is one of the greatest blessings. The sons or daughters who are very obedient to their parents, they always turn out different from those who are very rebellious. Even in your homes, look. The ones who are very obedient, this blessing begins to work for them. They begin to do well. From a young age, you see this one has a star. They'll do well. You, you are the uncle. The people say, hey, hey, hey. Because the rebellion you carry, you carry a wicked spirit of rebellion. 
rebellion. You are rebellious. That's why it cannot be well with you. It cannot be well with you. I tell someone, why are you, why are you picking the calls? You get angry. Rebellion is in your heart. You don't see anything wrong with what he has done. You start saying, ah, rebellion is in your heart. That's why it cannot be well with you. Because, look, the Bible says rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. That's what rebellion is. Rebellion and chawi are the same. And the Bible says, suffer not a witch to live. That's why I'm saying, we're always a rebellion. You die. Because the Bible says, suffer not a witch to live. It's the Bible. Kill a witch. So Satan has legal grounds to molest your life and to kill you. Because you are rebellious, you become like a witch. It cannot be well with you when there's rebellion in your heart. Number two, the second blessing of honoring fathers. You live long. The Bible says, go back to our main scripture. You live long. I'm finishing, don't worry. I'm finishing. I'm actually, I actually have 20 minutes, so I'm okay. It shall be well with you. Number two, the second blessing of honoring fathers. The Bible says, it may be well with you, number two, and you will live long on earth. So when you honor your father, you overcome diseases that shorten life. You overcome diseases that shorten life. Because there are some diseases that shorten life. Yeah. When you honor father, you will survive many crises. Because the truth, life is full of crises. I told you, in life, you are either out of trouble, in trouble, or headed into trouble. But when you have honor, you overcome every, every crisis. I prophesy in the name of Jesus. But all of you, when you're in crisis, you always, your hand will always be on top. I'm saying, you will not say amen. Your hand will always be on top. In any crisis, you come out on top. In any crisis, you come out on top. When you honor your father, you survive many crises. When you honor your father, you continue in spite of danger. I prophesy in the name of Jesus. You will continue in spite of danger. You will continue in spite of danger. There is the danger of Corona, but you will continue in spite of it. Yes. When his yes and your amen meet, what happens? You bring glory to God. When you honor your father, you endure many difficulties. One of the things that is destroying this generation is depression. It's depression. And you know what depression is? Depression is inability to cope. Endurance, inability to endure, cope. If you go to a psychiatrist, they tell you that you have no coping mechanism. You cannot endure things. You can't endure being poor for a season. You can't endure lack. You can't endure living in a bed sitter for years before God promotes you. You can't endure that. So what happens? You are frustrated. Become depressed. To be depressed, clinically diagnosed, depression is lack of hope. Clinically diagnosed, depression is lack of hope. And the Bible says, in the place of the spirit of heaviness, which is the spirit of depression, depression, I'll give them what? The garments of joy. In the place of the spirit of depression, heaviness. So, in spite of difficulties, you will endure. I'm saying you will endure in spite of difficulties. When you honor your father, you endure in spite of difficulties. That's why you live long. Because difficulties are there to shorten your life. They are there to reduce your chances of surviving. Yeah. 
look, the difficulty of hunger wants to kill you. But in spite of it, you will endure. I'm saying you will endure. When you honor your father, you last for a long time. You last for a long time. That's what the Bible says, you will live long. To live long means you last for a long time. People don't last for a long time. Yesterday I was being told of a story of a young girl who died in fear. And come into a dunda somewhere. And she was on a bike. They fell down at night with the Boda guy. A lorry came, smashed the head, and she died. There's no lasting long. Nowadays people die young, man. People die young. A lot of young people are dying nowadays. Because they are, they are trying to break lines. They are crossing lines they shouldn't cross. And because of crossing lines, you can't, you're, you're not supposed to cross. You can't live long. You can't, last, you can't last for a long time. Look at your life. Have you lasted? Ask yourself, have I lasted long? 20 years is not lasting, brother. Will you be here in the next 30 years? Will you be here? Do you want to, how many want to die quickly? I have an easier way of, of you dying. Just dishonor your father and mother. Dishonor your parents in the Lord. I know of a story of a young man here in Kenya. He was a young man who had been in a church for some time. Then the pastor prayed for him. He began to experience the power of God. He became rich. He got married. Now the Bible says there's something called the deceitfulness of riches. Deceitfulness of riches. Deceitfulness of riches enter you when you think you have money. So this guy had deceitfulness of riches. So he started mistreating the wife. So the wife went to the pastor and said, Pastor, when you, you are the one who joined us, you are our father this guy is mistreating me. So the guy was called by the pastor. He came. Because the first time he came, because he didn't know what they were talking about. So when he came, he was told, you are mistreating your wife and I don't like it. He said, okay, pastor, I'll stop. Then when he went home, he beat the wife and asked the wife, how can you go and report me? Now I'm even going to become worse than I was. So the guy continued and became worse. So fast forward, the wife again went to the pastor. So this time the pastor called him. He told him, what am I hearing from your wife? Did you not have a conversation with you that you shouldn't do this? told the pastor, from today, don't ever call me. And he hung up. Ah, the pastor was surprised. Did the brother, did brother Abednego hang up on me? He said, let me pick this call. He called. He said, brother Abednego, you just hung up on me? He told, he told brother Abednego, I've been your father in the Lord, right? And you've hung up on me. This is the last time you'll ever hang up on me. And he hung up. Bam. That night, of demolition that were happening somewhere around Tsiokibau. The wife was not around. The guy was drunk, so he came home, slept. And you know when demolition is happening, they, you, and you're drunk, what happens? Nobody's there to wake you up, because you have no consciousness. So the tractor came. And the roof was a machinette. The guy died. That very night. The shortest way to die honor someone who you've once called a father. It's the shortest way to die. Don't ever call some don't ever call me father if you're not a father. Don't ever. Don't ever say dad, how are you? That is not a title. It's a responsibility you are giving me. A responsibility that carries blessings and curses. I can curse you and I can bless you. Your father, your biological father can bless you and he can curse you. The easiest way to shorten your life is to do what I'm telling you. Dishonor. You will not live long, I'm telling you. Another guy, he was called by his pastor. He had, been with, he had been in the church for some time. So the Lord had blessed him. You see, one thing about being in church, one thing about being in church is that the more you, the Bible says, those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts. 
So the more you stay in church, you start becoming prosperous. That's one mystery about being in church. The more you start, you stay in church, the more prosperous you become. So the guy became prosperous. So one time there was outreach on Akazo. And the guy said, I cannot come for an Akazo because I want to take my children for holiday somewhere in South Africa. True story, South Africa. So in South Africa, they were living in Cape Town. And you know Cape Town has those, Cape Town is a healing town. It's like Hollywood. The houses are on hill. One time I see you in Cape Town. Look, one day you'll see the Greater Love Church Cape Town. And me and you will be there walking in Cape Town. In the beaches of Cape Town. Enjoying our life there. You'll be an engineer working at Cape Town. You don't believe it. You see it practically coming to pass. So the guy said, how can I, should I come to church? And I'm supposed to take my children. You know that, that, that American philosophy, family first? <laughs> if you ever hear someone telling you family first, tell them you are a joker. If it does not work for America, what makes you think it will work for me? Do you know America has the highest divorce rate? America has the highest divorce rate in the world. America has the highest homicides. Murder between wife and, and, and husband. Domestic. It has the highest in the world. And they always say family first. But it has not worked for them. Because that's not the order of God. The order of God is God, is church, and family. That's the order of God. That's why before he created Eve, he used to relate with Adam. He used to, the presence of God used to come. He used to come in the evenings and relate with Adam. After relating with Adam for some time, he noticed that Adam is lonely. He said, ah, Adam, you've been lonely. Let me make a companion for you. So the companion came after our fellowship with who? With God was already established. So it is God, his church, then the family. That's the order of God. Are we together? If you reverse the order, you bring a curse. It's all the law of proton. When number two becomes number one, number one loses value. I've thought about proton before. Get the sermon and listen to it. So this guy was, was, was said, ah, me, I have to go. So he went. So while he was going, the kids saw an ice cream vendor. You see those ice cream cars? In South Africa, they are very nice, nice ice cream cars. So it was on the other side of the road. So the, the children told, daddy, daddy, that's ice cream. Let me go and get ice cream. Dad said, okay, fine, let me pack. So the guy packed. They said, let's come out of the car. Let's go and get ice cream. So they came out of the car. Went to do what? To get ice cream. So while they were crossing the road, a lorry came from nowhere. A lorry came from nowhere. Children were three. All of them were turned into pieces. And the father had been left behind to walk. See, when the kids see, when kids see an ice cream car, they will run to it. So you as a dad will be left behind to lock the car. So then they will run. So in the process of running, the lorry came. Bah! Finished. When the man saw that, he raised. So when he saw his kids dead, he started collecting the bodies, the body parts. Putting them together. As he was collecting, he heard a voice. The voice told him, you refuse to go and work for me in church. Pick your bodies and go for your holiday. He cried. He remembered that voice. He said, this is the voice of the Holy Spirit. So he was narrating the story in church now. He's a pastor now. He's narrating his story in church. He said, how because of dishonoring the word a pastor gave, he lost his whole family. Look, this thing is not, I'm not what I'm telling you is not a joke. The Bible says you will live long. It actually means that when you honor, you will live long. When you don't honor, you will not live long. 
Hakuna njia ingine. Ah ah. Pastor says hakuna njia ingine. You either want to live long or not. You tell your neighbor you will live long. As for you you will live long. I'm saying you will live long. Tell your neighbor, prophesy to your neighbor. I'm prophesying to you in the name of Jesus. You will live long. When you honor your father, you will stay alive when people predict your death. When you honor your father, you will stay alive when people predict your death. There are people who predict your death. They say, Where would you go? Like I have predicted death here. I have said, if you will continue having rebellion, you will not get to that. That's prediction of death. I've, I've prophesied it in the atmosphere. I've predicted it in the atmosphere. So if you become rebellious, you are assured there's a prediction that I might die. But guess what? When you become someone who honors, when people predict your death, you will outlive. You li- I'm saying you will outlive. You will outlive any death prediction in your life. I'm saying you will outlive any death prediction in your life. When you honor your father, you prolong your life. When you honor your father, you stay afloat. When you honor your father, you make a comeback. When you honor your father, you make a comeback. That is what it means to live long, making a comeback. You make a comeback. When people are, when people are, when people are, count you out, unamkaka rambo. And people knew this guy is gone. This guy is finished. Because of how life has taken you. People now say, Hudson is finished. What they don't know is Hudson is a man who honors his father. So the Bible says because of that he will live long. So Hudson makes a comeback. He just shows up back into the scene. I see you making a comeback. I see you making back to the scene. I see you making it back to the scene. Yeah, you will make it back to the scene. In the name of Jesus. When you honor your father, you outlast others. When you honor your father, you outlast others. When you honor your father, you outlive others. When you honor your father, you outwear others. When you, when you honor your father, you pull through. When you honor your father, you pull through tough times. When you honor your father, you tough it out. When you honor your father, you tough it out. When you honor your father, you come through. When you honor your father, you go all the way. When you honor your father, you never say die. When you honor your father, you'll be timeless. So one of the sure ways to shorten your life is to dishonor your father and mother. Look around your life. And you will find out that this is very true and very practical. Anyone who has, does, has not lived long is because perhaps they have dishonored their father and mother. You've seen in your life, just scan your life, you will see people who have died because of dishonoring their fathers and mothers. Because the Bible says, when you honor them, you live long. In, for example, in ministry, if you want to have longevity, you have to determine that I have to honor my father in the ministry. Like I have decided I have to honor my father, Pastor Jim, if I want to have a long-lasting ministry. So longevity speaks of how long you last in anything. So you'll always meet people ahead of you. It's your responsibility to honor the people who God has made fathers. And look, you cannot say, this guy today is a father, tomorrow is not a father. You can't, you can't say that. I wonder how some people think. And today you are saying, Pastor so-and-so is my father. When Pastor so-and-so rebukes you, you say from today, Pastor so-and-so is not my father. Pastor A is my father. How do you change your father like you change your underwear? How? How do you change your father like underwear? Huh? Underwear. Like a cow. It's dishonor. You cannot change your father. Your father might be a Mogoroki, but he's your father. He might be blind, but like my father, my biological father is blind. My foster father is blind. 
and he's my father. He's the one. He's not my biological father, but he's the one who brought me up. So I have to honor him as my father. I can't say, ah, you, you're blind. You're not my father. See? He's my father. He remains my father. Whether I like it or not. He's the one who accepted to marry my mother. And my mother had already had a son. You understand? So if I start saying I will not honor him, I cannot, I, it cannot be well with me. I cannot live long. You understand? Yeah? Are we together? Tunaelewana? So you cannot start saying today, Pastor Boni is my father. Tomorrow, Pastor Onyango is my father. The other day, Pastor Ujiem is my father. Before you say someone is your father, be convinced in your heart. Yeah, be convinced in your heart. Have full persuasion, lest you bring yourself curses. So don't be quick to say, Dad, no, please call me Pastor. My title is who? Pastor Boni. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I appreciate if you call me Pastor. The ones who call me Dad are the ones who are fully persuaded that this is my father. And if you are fully persuaded, you give me right to rebuke you. You give me the right to chastise you. Yeah. You give me the right to tell you you, have, you, are, you, are, you are becoming an unsensical. <laughs> and I had to suck it in like a man. <laughs> yeah. And say, actually, I was stupid. That was a very stupid move. Because of that, there's longevity in my life. Longevity comes when you live, when you honor your... The Bible says, it shall be well with you, and you will live long. Number three, and the last, three rewards of honoring a father. Number three, you receive an inheritance. Ephesians 1, 18. Go to verse 18. Ephesians 1, 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of his glory of his inheritance in the saints. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Let's start from verse maybe to 17. Verse 16. Verse 15. Therefore, I also, after I've heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, don't cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. That God, our Lord Jesus Christ, that God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give, you, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Verse 18. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. The eyes of your understanding. Meaning your understanding has eyes. And some of you, the reason why you don't understand things is because the eyes of your understanding are darkened. The eyes of your understanding are darkened. So you can't understand things. You can't understand spiritual things. You can't understand natural things. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That you may know what is the hope of his calling. Because there's a hope for your calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Meaning, there's an inheritance for the saints. So there's something known as spiritual inheritance. Tell about there's something known as spiritual inheritance. A spiritual inheritance is something that passes from fathers to sons. A spiritual inheritance is something that passes from fathers to sons. Only when you receive a man of God as a father, do you receive the benefit of this inheritance. Only when you receive a man of God as a father, do you receive the benefit of this inheritance. And an inheritance will only flow from fathers to their sons and daughters. 
It does not flow from fathers to servants. It doesn't flow from fathers to friends. It flows from fathers to daughters and sons. So you will notice from the story of Elisha that the Elijah had an elderly father who was called Shaphat. Let's go there quickly. 2 Kings 3.11. 2 Kings 3.11, quickly. The Bible says, here is Elisha, the son of Shaphat. But Jehoshaphat said, there is no prophet, is, is there no prophet of the Lord here that we may inquire of the Lord by him? So one of his servants, one of the servants of the king of Israel answered and said, Elisha, the son of Shaphat is here. Here is Elisha, the son of Shaphat. Meaning, his father was called who? Shaphat. However, at the time that Elijah was being taken away, Elisha referred to Elijah as his father. And he did it effortlessly and naturally. 2 Kings 2.12 2 Kings 2.12 his, his biological father was called who? Shaphat. But God introduced him to another father called who? Elisha. So when Elisha, when, when Elisha saw it and he cried out, he said, now this is Elisha crying out to Elijah when he saw he was being taken off. He said, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and its housemen. My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and its husband. So he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into pieces. So you can see, when, 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 when Elijah was leaving, Elisha, Elisha had already perceived that this is my father. That's why a double portion of his anointing, his inheritance fell upon him. He did not fall on the servants of Elijah. And Elijah had servants. No, it fell on who? On Elisha. So it is important to receive your man of God as a father. Or why is it important to receive your man of God as a father? It is because fathers leave behind an inheritance for their children. Naturally speaking, people don't usually leave an inheritance for servants, for employees, for friends, for colleagues. Inheritance is only meant for who? For children. That's why I cannot go claiming an inheritance in Uhuru's family as good. Can you imagine? I show up during burial. <laughs> <laughs> then, I, then I say, don't you look, we look alike. Don't you see, we look alike. And we show up with another woman. And we go and, and, and orchestrate a, 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 and do something there. I will not be given anything. They say, you're not, you're not part of this family. And inheritance is only for, for sons. So a person with an inheritance is very different from someone without one. Yeah. A person with an inheritance is very different from a person without one. A person with a father receives guidance and direction for his life. A person with a father receives guidance and direction for his life. A fatherless person has a life full of struggles because he has no guidance and direction. Because of my having a father in my, in my ministry and in my life, I make minimal mistakes. I move faster than older people because I have a father who guides me. I have a father who tells me, don't do that, do this. Plant a church here, don't plant a church there. I have a father, that's why we are in, in four years, we're in four locations. It's because I have a father who guides me. He leads me. He's called Pastor Jimmy Masharia, the one on the picture there. He's my father. So he says, walk this way. Go this way. Someone without a father is different from someone without a father. Someone with an inheritance is different from someone without an inheritance. Look, if my father gave me an inheritance, my biological father, do you think I'll, I'll be like this right now? <laughs> if my father, during the days of Kenyatta, he also took some few lands, some few acres, do you think we'll be here? Do you think we'll be here? No, if your father did something during Kenyatta's era. Yeah. So you can go to the school. You international schools. But check him say, you go to MMU. You go to MMU, bro. 
na yeye mimi bado nakulemea school fees hakuna why there is no inheritance those of you who have been asking your father dad where were you when people were getting land in Kenya soon your children will be asking you where were you when NYS was making people rich <laughs> they'll be asking you that where were you when NYS was making people rich there's a difference between someone who has an inheritance and someone without an inheritance so when you receive a man of god as a father you receive something called spiritual That's why you see orphans have a very hard time. Before look for orphans to make it, it requires a lot of effort. They have to put in double the effort you put. Even to be in university for an orphan, they have to put in double the effort. Because they don't have anyone to pay their school fees. They have no one to guide them. They have no one to show them mercy. So they have to put in so much effort and rely on the help of God. That's why I pray for all orphans. May God show you mercy. And may God be a father to you. Bible says I'm the father to the fatherless. May God show himself as a father to you in Jesus name. Because someone with a father is different from someone without a father. Someone with a spiritual father is different from someone without a spiritual father. That's a reality. Recently I was listening to the wife of deputy president. She was speaking to of, of our spiritual mother and she said how her spiritual mother has made her who she is. I was surprised that a woman of her caliber would actually say that said wow no wonder they are, you guys hate them but they are still excelling <laughs> you hate them people they are still excelling because they have someone who, who says people will like you because the work of a father is just to speak words whether you are a good person or a bad person your father can just say people will like you whether you are bad or good people like you because of the words of a father because of the position he holds god expects you to live long number two, he expects you to no 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 i'm just repeating what i said Number one, God expects you to, that it shall be well with you when you honor parents. He expects that you will live long when you honor parents. And number three, he expects that you receive a spiritual inheritance when you honor parents. So stop receiving your, 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 your pastor as a boss. Don't relate to me as a boss. The Bible says in John chapter 8 verse 35, And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but a son abideth forever. John 8 35. A servant abideth not in the house forever, but a son abideth forever. A slave does not abide. A servant does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. And I've told you, your relationship with your man of God will become a father-son relationship. And when it becomes a father-son relationship, you expect to receive spiritual inheritance, which is the anointing that flows in him. It will start flowing in him effortlessly. Effortlessly. Like I've seen the anointing of my father flow in me. I have seen it. I don't struggle. Anything I want, I get it. When I want it. When I want it, I get it. Anything, when, when the time for me to have that very thing I need, I usually get it. I may not have the money in the bank, eh? like I have millions in the bank, but what I need, I get. Because the anointing is flowing in me. Because the inheritance is for who? Sons. Ladies and gentlemen, those are the three rewards of honoring fathers. Give the Lord a hand clap. God wants you to live long. God wants you to prosper. Yeah. God wants you to prosper. God wants you to live long. And God, God wants it to be well with you. But you can only, you can, this can only happen when you learn to honor fathers. Honor your biological fathers. Honor your spiritual parents. Show them honor. 
The Bible says, give honor to whom honor is due. And give double honor to those who preach the gospel. That's what the Bible says. Give honor to whom honor is due. And give double honor to those who labor in word and doctrine. Who preach the word of God. So if you're here and you don't honor your parents, you're doing yourself injustice. You want to kill your life. You want to shorten your days. And I don't want you to die young. So lift up your hand and let's pray. Everybody lift up your hand and let's pray. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus.